Hey folks, welcome to the Am I Called podcast. I'm Stephen Ontrogi here with Dave Harvey. Today we've got another edition of Calling Questions in which Dave answers questions that are relevant to guys exploring pastoral ministry or guys in ministry. And uh, Dave, the question that we're going to hit on today is when it comes to sermons and preaching, uh, is application really necessary to make a good sermon? Yeah, that is a really relevant question. In fact, I think it's probably, I don't think I'm bringing any fresh observations by saying that it's it's one of the biggest weaknesses typically in sermon preparation and delivery. Yeah, I think there's an impulse within the reform community that assumes that application is either incidental to the message, that it's not technically exposition, or that it's somehow you know, kind of displaces the the work of the Spirit, the things that God should be doing naturally in the life of the person, um, or or probably the thing that's most dangerous and maybe the largest fear is that it's going to risk legalism because by applying, you're suggesting that this is the only way to connect this passage to life, and uh, and yet I think it's I think that's unfortunate. In fact, my conviction would be that you're, you haven't really finished the preaching task or engaged in pastoral preaching if you haven't applied the message. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of places we can go in Scripture for that. I, I, I think about Jesus in John 13 when it says he knows his hour had come and he wants to love them to the end. And so what's he do? Well, he excuses himself from the table and he wraps himself in a towel, and he, he stoops before the disciples and begins washing their feet. And then the significant thing about that with respect to my point is that, that he then interprets what he did by saying, for I've given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. So, You know, there, I think we see that Jesus not only brought the word, Jesus not only embodied the word, but he called them to apply the word, and he showed them how to apply the word. And uh, everybody present there would have understood from foot washing what Jesus meant by by serving. So, you know, it's not like Jesus institutionalized foot washing there throughout the ages. He basically institutionalized service for Christians. So, you know, I think of James chapter 1, be doers of the word, not merely hearers of the word, lest you be deceived. Uh, And I think one of the main things there is that we become deceived by thinking we are what we hear rather than we are what we do. So that, uh, you know, the truth is best embodied by what, not by simply what's understood, but by what's applied. So, you know, all of that just to say that I, I think what we're aiming at when we preach is is pastoral preaching, and preaching is not good preaching, and it's certainly not pastoral preaching unless it is applied. And so, you know, I think, yeah, is application really necessary to make a good sermon? Absolutely. Um, you know, when I when I hear a message from the guys that I, like the guys here at Four Oaks, if as they're preaching, when they begin to apply the message, that's one of the main ways that I think the sheep know 
who the shepherd is. And, uh, and I, of course, I'm not talking about the, the, the great shepherd, but I, I, what I'm saying is that it's not until a congregation becomes convinced that you can ground the message in their life that they see you as, as their pastor. And it's that, it's that he gets me moment. You know, you're, the preacher's preaching, and he moves to apply it, and the congregation begins to become aware. Oh, he understands. He knows where I live. He knows what Monday morning looks like. He knows what I feel like when I get up in the morning. And, and it's that, that he gets me moment that makes truth real for, for the folks right where they live. And so, you know, I, I understand that there's a, there's a fear in that, that it's, it can create dependence upon the preacher or, or a kind of cookie-cutter Christian that all apply, they all apply the passage in the same way. And I think that's, that's a legitimate concern based upon what I think have been abuses in application or, or not handling the text accurately. But the, but the answer to that kind of abuse is not to just stop it. Well, what's that phrase? The answer to abuse is not disuse, it's proper use. So I think what we're looking for is, is, is proper use. And I think that, that comes as we, when we go into a message and we move to apply, we introduce it as application. I think that can be really helpful to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to apply, you know, let's apply it in this way. And, um, and, but make sure that people don't think that's the only way that it can be applied. So it's introducing it as application. It's qualifying it as application. It's uh, it's um, grounding it in the Trevin Wax in his book on uh, on teaching gospel centered teaching has a chapter on grounding application in the gospel. And so you know it's grounding it in the gospel as well, so that people understand that it's not simply about being better and doing better, but the, the gospel influences how we uh, work and use truth in day in and day out experience. So, yeah, you know, I think application is absolutely essential uh, to a good, a good message. And, and for, for somebody who's listening to this and wants to, wants to grow an application, one of the things that I've done is I've to get at that is that I've I've studied counseling books, and uh, you know I know it's 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 kind of conventional to say study good preachers, and I do think that it's wise to study good preachers. There's much to be learned from that, but I I think you can learn a lot from just seeing how counselors and a counseling mentality can be applied to to preaching. I was I was recently working with a, a young preacher and. He was a little weak in, in application, so I, I suggested that he go to um, uh, Suffering and the Sovereignty of God, the book by Piper, and, and uh, um, who, who was the other guy? That, Pal- uh, or Pallison or Taylor? Yeah, 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 Taylor. And, and in chapter 5 is the chapter on, by Dave Pallison, and I just said, read that. And he came back to me, and he was just amazed... As he, as he thought about how, how Dave Pallison so effectively engaged the sufferer and drew close to them and sympathized and empathized and, and then shone the light of Scripture upon their desires and encouraged them through, through truth. And there was a sense where by reading that, 
and, and reading it through the eyes of, uh, or, or hearing it from a counselor, he was able to interpret that and apply that into his, his preaching. So, um, you know, that's one recommendation. And, there, and there's good resources. Uh, there's Brian Chappell's book, Christ-Centered Preaching. There's a chapter in there on application. I mentioned the Trevin Wax book. Um, Logan's book that he edited, Preachers and Preaching, has a chapter or two on, on application as well. So that's the, that's the answer that comes to mind. Excellent. Thanks, Dave. For more resources related to ministry calling, uh, whether that's podcasts or articles, there's even an assessment test, uh, go to amicalled.com.